The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, buggers, thieves, all y'all out there, thank you for tuning in to the Boston Podcast, the podcast where we tell the stories of your city through the voices of your city. We've got some voices in the studio here today. There is a fight coming up, kids. There's a fight. I want to sound the bell. Nah, I can't find the bell, but I've got the uh, got the next best thing here. This this will put us all in the mood, I think. <laughs> yes. Put on your sweats, put on your ratty old black wool cap, and dash through the streets of Philadelphia with Neil Cohen, well, in a symbolic way, anyways. Neil, My friend Neil Cohen is here. My friend Matt Tobin is here. Matt's lovely daughter, Carly, is here. And uh, welcome to the studio, guys. And um, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This is all going to make sense in a minute, by the way. Neil is going to brawl in an event called the Hay- Haymakers for Hope. I-, I just can't have enough of this. Wait, hold on, you guys. Just, it, I mean, doesn't it? And then now I-, I can put Rocky on the screen. And is that he's he's working the speed bag? That's just like you, Neil. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Fantastic hand-eye coordination. Yeah. By the way, if you saw Sylvester Stallone that Super Bowl ad, doesn't look so good, does he? No. <laughs> had some miles. <laughs> yeah, as Indiana Jones would say. It's not the years; it's the mileage. <laughs> so, um, who wants to start? Tell us about this event. So, it, this is this is amateur boxing. This is a great organization called Haymakers for Hope. The event, by the way, is May fourteenth. So, why, Neil? Why you're you're a grown man? You're a professional, as far as I know. Yes, you're a lawyer. Neil is a lawyer, by the way. And um, lawyer by trade. And now, and you're going to step into a ring and and actually box. And you haven't done this before, right? Never. No, All right. That's uh, one of the one of the main stipulations is that you are a full amateur boxer and have never had an amateur fight. Okay. Uh, so I um, decided to do something to hopefully, as they like to say, kick cancer's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, back in August was really when the f- switch flipped. Um, it started probably uh, in June, really. I started really, really thinking, um, what can I do for this terrible disease? Uh, my dad's battled prostate cancer, mm-hmm. you know, beat it, battled it, beat it, battled it. Still around? Uh, it's around. It'll be around for life, I think. But your dad's still around. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah, dad yeah. is yep. still around. Yep. Alive and kicking. I'm surprised he hasn't called and wanted to know why I'm not in the office yet. <laughs> um, uh, as an inspiration and as, you know, my hero growing up, it was something that, you know, it, it bothered me. But I, I've come to terms with I know he's a, a fighter and will fight and win. Um, and then I was in the back of a Uber driving down the, um, freeway in California from LAX to mm-hmm. speak at my real first conference. I was speaking in front of a couple. Yeah. Lift uh, that mic up a little bit. We want to make sure we get all of your mellifluous tones. There we go. I was, <laughs> I was uh, speaking in front of, um, a few hundred people at a conference in California and uh, my phone rang and it was uh, Matthew who's sitting across from me with his lovely daughter, Carly. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I heard it in his voice. He didn't really have to say something that I knew something was askew. And uh, he told me he was on the way to Children's Hospital. And I was curious as to why. I didn't ask, but I kind of knew. This was just maybe last year? It was the first weekend in June of 2019. Okay. And the first thing I said was, I'll get on the red eye and come home. Mm -hmm. I don't have to speak. I don't need this. If you need me, I'll be there. And uh, the answer was no, we don't know enough. And there must have been another dozen phone calls in the two days that I was in California trying to support him the best that I could and um, figure out what was going on uh, with his daughter, who's a dear friend of my youngest. Remy and Carly are the same age, separated by about six weeks. Yeah, it's about right. In age. You guys, you two have been friends for years. Yes. Okay. About 15 years now. I tried to ask for the backstory how they met, and they said <laughs> the on golf the golf course. course. <laughs> where, said, okay. where, else, where else? You do business, and you meet your good friends on the golf course. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, I got home. I got the skinny, and um, I just started thinking. And I knew that Matthew needed support. I knew that Carrie Ann, his wife, needed support. I knew that older brother Jacob would need support. And most of all, I knew Carly would need to smile because she was going to go battle. She was going. She was going to war. Um, you know, sort of like I've gone with myself to war. Um, that's a bad analogy because there's so many of them around. But she was going to do battle. She What's would, what? I'm sorry, you're referring to what war? War, uh, just war itself. <laughs> just war. Like, it's just, like symbolically. Okay. Symbolically, yeah, it's okay. a bad symbolism. No, that's okay. Um, it's a battle. She was battle, going yeah. to battle this terrible disease, and she was going to beat it. And she was a huge inspiration. And we were standing in center field at Fenway Park as she became the poster. I mean, literally the poster child for the Jimmy Fun Telephone last year. She killed it on OMF with uh, an afternoon of laughs, tears, and anything from A to Z. Now, wait a minute. I got to get, we've got the young lady right here. And by the way, she's adorable and she's smiling. And so lest there's any misunderstanding. Never stops. So Carly, was that cool? What, what would you remember that day at Fenway Park? Yeah. So what was that like? Um, it was pretty cool meeting those people that like are famous and mm-hmm. knowing that Carly, make sure pull the mic a little closer to you. There you go. Knowing that they're Great. like famous and so many people know them, it was cool to have the opportunity to meet them. Yeah. Um so she was on the radio, EEI. Any mm-hmm. ball players stop by? No. Uh well she while she was on the broadcast, no, but she okay. she met met a bunch and you know, she was you know the business. She was supposed to have a five-minute segment, which ended up running fourteen minutes. Right. So that's great. Yeah, that's was, great. She was a, she was a rock star. She turned heads. Uh, she turned emotions in the studio too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was in the midst of her battle. And I stood behind them, the family. I watched her like a true champion, just dominate the airways. <laughs> um, you don't get nervous, Carly. Um, at first it's <laughs> she scary. She crushed a little it. bit. Yeah. Check it out on YouTube. Yeah. She crushed it. I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable what she did. And that was, um, it was amazing. And we took a tour of Fenway. And while we were standing, taking awesome pictures in center field, I just got this feeling that it was time for me to do something to give back to the, the community that's affected so many people. Mm-hmm. And um, I said to Carly, I'm going to do something for you. When you beat cancer, 
I'm going to do something that um, is special. I'm going to try to raise a ton of money to knock this terrible disease out. Mm-hmm. No pun intended, knock this terrible disease out. Yes. Um, and at the time, I thought I'd ride the Pan Mass. Okay. You know, it's fat, the, bike, the bike race. The which, bike race, right? I'm, you know, I've it's 189 yep. miles. You sit down on a seat and you go from Sturbridge to Provincetown. And, and I thought, wow, okay, I can raise some money. I got a pretty good network and it's you know, it's, it is what it is. It's, it's a fundraiser. And you know, right. how many, how many tens of thousands of people do that every year? Um, and, and it's an amazing event. I've never done it, but I've certainly known. Yeah. It just seems like there are tons of people in your network inevitably that do either the Pan Mass challenge or the corporate challenge or some challenge or the, or the, or, yeah. or the marathon, marathon or some, yeah. something that you, is commonplace. Right. So I actually started to really dive into the, um, pan mass challenge and said to myself okay i can do this mm-hmm. i can put my mind to anything i want to do and i can do it and i'll do the nutrition i'll do the training i'll do the rides i'll do the time and then i got a little selfish <laughs> in I a looked, good way though yeah, well not really i looked at the <laughs> schedule and i said oh my god if i do do this and i do it the way it's supposed to be done right yeah. I take enough time away from my family to for my hobby to play golf <laughs> that I didn't think it would be good to double that up in that same time period from you know April to July. The the training for the bike race or the yeah or the, the training from the bike races you know it's like anything I'm not gonna tr- I'm not gonna ride eighty miles in January I'm gonna right. ride eighty miles in June right 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 so then I was like oh I gotta find something else okay and thankfully my neighbor across the street Kim Dedace has fought in the bells of the brawl. Okay. Through the Haymakers organization last fall. And I said, hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Going to fight and raise money. Now, yeah. Neil is a, is a tall drink of water. You stand. <laughs> actually, we have the info right here. You got the tail of the tape. I don't even have to ask you. Uh, Neil checks in at six foot five. Wow, you're two inches taller than me, you bastard. <laughs> 275. Uh, he's, he's also uh, five years younger than me, by the way. 46 years old. And so... And I'm jumping ahead here, maybe, but Haymakers for Hope is the organization. You could go to haymakersforhope.org and see Neil and his opponent. And uh, But go on. You were telling us. So so you found this, and you <laughs> said right away, yeah, that sounds great. I'll fight, even though I've never fought before. Uh, no, there was definitely some thought in my my own self-thinking upstairs right. where there's tons of space. As uh, I thought I was a youth... You, I thought I was a barrel of useless knowledge <laughs> till I got in between a conversation between you and Matt that night <laughs> at Splitsville and the movie trivia and the statistics and the nonsense that went on for a straight hour. I was like, I'm out of here. I can't compete with these guys. I'm glad you brought that up. We're going to do that for the next three hours on the podcast. <laughs> and you guys could fill up every minute of it. No, no doubt about it. You actually, could fill up every minute of it. Actually, there's a teaser here for later in this show. Carly's going to give us a movie review. So stay Stay tuned for that, kids. Yeah, right, Carly? Carly? Yeah, and you're going to be very surprised as to what movie she picked. Okay, so on you go, Neil. Uh, so I uh, looked, applications opened, I put an application in, and... All um, amateur boxers, that's a requirement. Never have had a fight. Do you, but do you have to be, are some of these people maybe quasi-ringers like they've fought before, or do we know? I uh, We had media day. Yeah. We all had to spar our potential opponent on okay. Sunday. Um, supposedly... You came out with a black eye, so no, no, that no, 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 oh, no, not, not from, not from, not from media day Careful. inspiring. Okay. Um, I had a scrimmage, as I like to call it. Uh, I fought an 
gentleman that's in his early 60s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mid-60s Mid if you really want to know. Okay, so you want to make me look worse than I already do. <laughs> and, um, but forget in his 60s, he had a wicked hook. As he, I understand. he did. Um, and uh, he, as they say, tuned me up. He really did. And you're wearing headgear or headgear. not? Headgear. Well, that's what, it's really, that's what it's really from. He hit my headgear pretty square, and it rolled, oh, okay. rolled up into my eye. And, and Did that hurt like a bastard? No, it didn't. Oh, I really? didn't even. Okay. I, I got a, a, a DM on Instagram from my middle daughter, Leah, on uh, Sunday while I was at Media Day because they were uh, Haymakers was posting all over Instagram, and there was a picture of me, and I get a DM from Leah that says, Dad, do you have a black eye? Mm. And I said, no, why? She goes, you have a black eye. How did she know? Because she could clearly see it on Instagram. On Instagram. Oh, okay. And yeah. I didn't. I, I woke up on Sunday morning, That's jumped funny. in the shower real quick, brushed my teeth, and ran to media day, which was, you know, you had to be there at 845, which was 745 because of daylight savings oh, time. Oh, yeah. And uh, I had been out the night before in my scrimmage. Yep. And uh, we went from there. And I, so I got home and I looked and I was like, Wow. Yep. I got my first shiner. <laughs> well, I, I guess you could have expected that in going into this. So is the training, well, I, actually, let me stop and pause for a moment. Matt, when, when, um, when Neil told you this, did you think, great idea, horrible idea, <laughs> something in between? I mean, the noble, noble uh, gesture, of course, sure. no, noble goal. Sure. Now, I, I looked at it actually from, from two viewpoints. The, the first thing that, that I thought of was uh, – that he may be a little more tapped than than, than we originally anticipated, <laughs> right. uh, but then I, I actually thought about it a little bit, and you know, with the the overriding goal to make as big an impact as possible, to do something really so unique that you know certainly not a lot of people have gotten to do, uh, and with the the resources that you know the team we that eventually we put together, that's sort of helping Neil through this uh, as we go along the 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 potential for what we'd be able to do in terms of a financial impact uh, w was clear. Um, we we've surpassed even that now, and 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 are are, are trending towards uh, breaking the the all time record for for the Boston well, area. Let, let's get there. What's the record? Eighty thousand nine hundred and forty three dollars, I believe. Who's counting, right? Yeah, but who's counting to the so penny? So if you go, so I already said I, I I'm going to make a donation. So now it's now it's uh, I've recorded it digitally, so I have to do it. Now. <laughs> um, so so I'm going to chip in, and if you're listening to this podcast, you haven't donated yet. Go to haymakersforhope.org, and then there's a there's a link that says Boston. What's the specific one called? The Boston uh, Rock and Rumble Ten. The Rock and Rumble Number Ten, and. Because it's at the House of Blues. Mm -hmm. I guess that's why they do that. Mm -hmm. Correct. I saw Snoop Dogg at the House of Blues recently, by the way, cool. if anyone cares. That's cool. You. <laughs> You're a Snoop Dogg fan? Do you, like, do you know who Snoop Dogg is? Yeah. The rapper? You like him? Yeah. He's no. Right. Not no. really? <laughs> no. Who's your favorite rapper? I don't really know. I mean, I'm open to all types of music, really. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. I like Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. All right. Don't taste much better if you than go, that. Hey, if I you could go to the any concert right now mm. what would you pick billy eilish billy eilish okay do you like her hair it's her. i mean i personally like don't but it's like her style it's like who she is what so a great like, answer yeah yeah you, you don't like purple hair you know she has green hair oh now it's green okay yeah, I, I think it might have been purple but who knows right? <laughs> <laughs> um Excellent. So Neil already has raised more than sixty-three thousand dollars. If we round up, we're around sixty-four thousand. 
Yes, Carly, we should give him some applause, shouldn't we? Um, which is which is stunning. I was just telling Matt before we started recording that I have a friend. My friend uh, John Kurtz has um, we learned recently has colon cancer and seems to be doing well and, and on schedule to to get a full bill, full clean bill of health eventually. But we're going to do a, a a walk in Washington, and he's a summer camp friend. So I rallied all my summer camp friends. And not even necessarily, it was more of like a nice gesture for him. Um, and, but we were able to, you know, scrounge up, you know, about six grand among that, which is great. Um, but geez, 63 grand. I'm just, I'm just curious. Do, like, do you have to go in order to raise that much? Do you have to make phone calls to, let's call a spade a spade, deep pockets and, and say, hey, are you, are you good for a thousand? You good for 5,000 or things uh, like that? I got to be honest with you. Yeah. I haven't started making those phone calls yet. Really? <laughs> I haven't put the thumb on a lot of people's neck yet. Well, the news just keeps on getting better. So in other words, this has been just your typical, um, you know, beating the bushes, hitting all your social media channels. All <sighs> yeah. So um, to Matthew's credit, when I went to him with this wacko idea, and yes, it's wacko. And I'm not sure that my wife will ever buy into the theory that it's for the good of cancer. Um, <laughs> but it is, it is wacko. It is crazy, but I'm putting in the work. Yep. You know, I'm. I, I, there's some things that I've taken serious in my life, and that's my wife, my kids, my career. Mm-hmm. And this is probably right there at level four as an adult. Um, Thought and, number three was going to be facial hair for a minute. There. <laughs> no. no. Uh, at orientation, they actually told us that we had to shave our facial hair. Oh. And a room full of guys looked around, and would, I would say 75% of them were bearded and yeah, and they were like, "What is that true?" Everybody has to shave. Uh, so amateur boxing is broken into two categories. It's done by age, yeah. and I'm in the masters division, which is basically the fat old guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the fat old guys do not have to shave. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, so I can keep my two days worth of growth. Okay. Um, and Matthew came up with the fantastic idea of um, putting together a team. Yep because uh, I could not do what I've done alone. So my responsibility was to train, get in shape, and be ready to fight. Mm-hmm. Matthew said, I'll take care of the fundraising. And uh, we included our good friend, Dom Amenta from DPA Communications. Sure, shout out to Dominic. And uh, Dom said, I'll take care of the social media. That's excellent. I mean, it's it, it's it's we think about networking and everything that we do, and I've been networking, it's been you know, my career in one way or another for a long time. And, you know, you do it for business reasons. You do it hopefully because you enjoy it. Sometimes you don't realize it, it's a nice awakening when people in your network rally in a moment like this, right? My network, my network has been, it has been overly generous. Uh, it's touching to see the numbers that roll in almost on a daily basis. Someone hits the, the donation board and, uh, whether it's twenty dollars, whether it's two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. two thousand, or five thousand, it, it's just to see the people that you know. All right, I'm going to give as much as I can. Okay, you don't you, 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 I'm, I'm, listen. I'm, it, any uh, like I said, um, anything counts, and I'll give credit to my oldest Max, who's down at uh, Middlebridge School in Narragansett mm-hmm. boarding school. Uh, Max said to me, "Dad, all my friends want to give." 
that's excellent. Wow, wow. That's and uh, they, they they heard about it, and um, you know we've made some clothing and some T-shirts and some stuff, and he wears them around with pride. And that's a, amazing. See a, that that's yeah. See, it's, see, kids, it, kids. Uh, I don't know if kids even realize that those are the moments where that gets you de- the dad, you know, right uh, in, right in the middle of the chest uh, in a good in the, in the best possible way. <laughs> you know, I mean, they can they can they can hit a home run, they can hit a winning shot, they can get an A, but when they come to you and show that they're capable of that kind of kindness. Yeah. I think it's, it's amazing. Uh, he, he might be one of my kids are great, but he might, he, he has, but he's your favorite. Yeah. No, no, I have no favorites. <laughs> um, he may honestly have the most unbelievable spot of kindness that I've ever seen from a teenager mm-hmm. that he's always making sure that other people are, you know, he puts everybody ahead of himself. He's he's a he's hard on himself. So he rallied his buddies. So he he's walking through the halls of school, and I look at the donation board, and it pops from anybody from an RI at, at the boarding school to the the uh, physical education teacher to the deans. They've donated. Amazing. I mean, just and and I haven't I haven't asked. I had a conversation with one of my donors. Um, before I could actually let the cat out of the bag, I kind of snuck it in there. Mm-hmm. And he said, I got X. And the day the donation board went up, X went up. And I and it was just, it's touching because he has a relationship with Matthew. He has a relationship with Carly. Um, and, you know, people have been overwhelmingly generous, overwhelming willing, overwhelmingly willing to help to support this cause um, because it, it affects all of us. You know, it affects it. It affects everybody. It's a terrible, terrible thing. I'm training with a friend of mine who, you know, um, and a shout out to Box Smith and, and Jess Smith in West Roxbury, uh, where I've put in a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess has put together a fantastic program in terms of strength, conditioning, tactics, mm-hmm. um, nutrition, nutrition, um, and she's 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 one of the best in the business. And uh, when I was looking for a place to do this, uh, I was immediately smitten with the gym when I went down there. <laughs> and it's it's like something out of Rocky. Yeah, it's a think small, Rocky three. Yeah, it's a small little community of people. Um, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, there is there, there's something seductive about a boxing ring. There's something the energy in in the gym. The the sort of smell of the gym. I might just throw a few jabs right now myself. Uh, no, so make sure you yeah. roll. Make sure you roll the wrist for a brief. Roll the wrist, kid. I, I wouldn't know how to roll this wrist from that wrist, but but you know, for a while I was a member of the George Foreman's. Uh, Everybody George fights. Street. Everybody fights. Yeah. Down EBF. In, that's there's a couple guys in the event out of EBF. Yeah, and so if you don't know, it's there are a lot of these now. You know, it's a boxing themed gym, and as part of your workout, you 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 hit the bag and. It's just fun. It, it's, I mean, it, to me, it's just like um, any excuse to work out, you know, to get me motivated. We'll, we'll do that. Um, <clears throat> so, Carly, do you think he's going to win? Um, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Why? Because um, he's Neil. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? He's just a superstar? He always comes through? Yeah. Yeah? Basically. Basically? Yeah. Matt, just tell us a, a little bit. The, thanks for the props, Carly. <laughs> you heard it here first. She's calling the fight. Carly, um, have you seen the guy on the screen to your right? <laughs> I got to say, so yeah, Neil is fighting this guy named Austin Eichelberger, I yeah. guess. Yep. Austin. I met Austin on Sunday at Media Day for Haymakers. Um, Austin's a great guy. What is, do we know like what he does for a living or anything? Uh, he's or? a territory manager. Okay. Um, you know? 
couple kids like I have, you know, doing the same thing, you know, wanting to wanting to make his mark on cancer. Um, and I think we, as a group collectively, there were 32 of us at Boston Boxing on Sunday from 8:45 to 4:15, mm-hmm. um, shooting our hype videos. We all. We, <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah. fantastic. So we sparred our potential opponents. So Austin and I went two rounds. Yeah. Um, we hit each other. We enjoyed each other's company, and we did a little dancing in the ring, as they say. <laughs> and um, and were you? Uh, <clears throat> Uh, surprised at all by his level is is his level right about where yours is do you think or uh well i think he said in our conversations he started in january like i did okay and i think we're gonna have a nice easy even match did uh, you see this matt no close no, no. The, oh, the, close the term that they sent in the haymakers uh, information was leave your posses at home oh. <laughs> matt so, tell us what yeah. now listen this whole journey here since last summer mm-hmm. obviously you're part of this club that nobody wants to sign up for mm-hmm. but has it been um tell us what it's been like to seeing all your friends come forward and and help you out with this and the whole deal yeah we've we've really witnessed um <clears throat> a, a community activation uh, across the board friends who were friends are now friends who are family and people who we didn't know are now friends because uh, it's not difficult to make an outreach. And once word gets out on social media and people hear things and, um, you know, from the beginning for us, from, from the moment that, that Carly was diagnosed, uh, back in, uh, late May, early June, uh, we, we've had hundreds, literally hundreds of people, uh, offer assistance, whether it be, uh, as simple as coming to walk the dog Yep. Um, you know, making sure that, that our son Jacob had rides where he needed, um, fundraisers, people reaching out. Uh, we, we went a month without having to have a meal prepared at the house because good friends of ours had a list going of people who would, <clears throat> excuse me, provide meals and, and things like that. And good, you know, we live in Natick and the town of Natick has been extremely great with us. Uh, the people in the town, um, it, it definitely eased uh, mm-hmm. the burden because, you know, aside from the, the basic fundamental financial stuff, which is can be massive, burdensome. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The the as they told us the day Carly was was going in for surgery, they said that you needed to be prepared to have your life completely interrupted. Yeah. And you know when. Uh, I, I can remember, you know, thinking about this when Neil actually, he came walking into the hospital. He, I think he came right from the airport. He mentioned his flight from L.A. before. Mm. Um, I remember having this conversation with the with the coordinator at the hospital and, and you need to be prepared and life is going to be completely different. And, you know, I, f- I remember thinking that, you know what, we'll be a little different because, you know, we have a family business and, and we'll be able to adjust and, 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 uh, mm-hmm. make the timing work and do what we need to do. And I, I couldn't have been more wrong. They were 100% right. Um, you just, you just can't, you can't anticipate the change that's going to happen. Your, your entire life becomes making appointments and meeting doctors yeah. and, and, and just on your mind, 24, seven, 24, seven. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it was, literally was all that, that my wife and I focused on for essentially nine months. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the sort of the, the epitome of this, this 
outreach and generosity is what Neil's doing. Um, you, you know, Neil certainly has been our strongest supporter through through all of this. And, and if he hadn't have done the Haymakers for Hope, uh, he still would have been. But this is an example of someone going, you know, completely above and beyond. Um, and it's the beauty of it is, is that, you know, he's done, he and his family have done a tremendous amount for us and for Carly. Mm-hmm. This is taking it to the next level and saying, you know what, screw it. There's so many people that I know and people that those people know. There's no six degrees of separation with, with cancer is what I typically like to say. So what, what he's doing is, is, is making a true statement about, you know, what one individual with a tremendous cause and the right motivation can do in response to something as horrific as cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, um, any shout outs do you have for people who have, has Carly gotten the care that, um, you guys had hoped for any shout outs you want to give? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's for those of us who are from this area, uh, you know, in Boston, lived, born, raised in the area. It's a, it's almost a standard throwaway line when you hear about somebody who might be sick, you say, well, we're fortunate we live where we live because we have the best hospitals and then the line is gone and you move on to whatever you're, you're doing when you actually have to, you know, be involved and, and, and execute the process of, of dealing with someone in your family who's, who's really sick. Uh, it's not just cliche, right? Children's hospital and Carly's surgical team. Um, unbelievable unbelievable we we did some research on on why we were there and who we wanted and you know we we contacted certain people who who know about who who they should have and we were lucky enough that we had the person who was known to be the best surgeon anywhere in the world Mm -hmm. for the type of surgery that she needed what was your doctor's name, Carly? Dr. Weldon. Dr. Weldon. I call him the force of nature. He literally, <laughs> yeah. uh, he, his line was, he said, we, Carly, uh, and I'll, I'll get back to everyone else, but specifically, Carly mm. made, made a point that she drew cards and made notes for all of her doctors, all of her nurses. And when she wanted to present Dr. Weldon with his, he said, I can't take that. And mm. we wanted to know why. And he said, the point is for you to have to forget me, not remember who I am. Wow. So, um, but the whole team of children's uh, phenomenal. And Dana Farber, the Jimmy Fund, um, Dr. Mullen, um, uh, Lisa Sherber, uh, who, who runs the, the, the Jimmy Fund uh, charity yeah. operation. Yeah, I've met Lisa before. She's terrific. She's, she's literally... Um, uh, an angel and a saint and how she is able to manage the capacity. It's a massive operation. Yeah. She's been terrific. And I was, um, cross paths with her when I was involved in a softball tournament that was a long time running in Westwood for the Jimmy fund and in memory of Todd Schwartz, who was a young man who, um, unfortunately succumbed to cancer when he was 17 i believe he was my camper at summer camp it always mm-hmm. comes back to summer camp yep. but the, the <laughs> but the the schwartz family um of westwood and uh john and, and janet have just become champ and it's it has been like years and years since todd has no longer with us but they keep him they oh they keep him alive you know almost literally um 
through doing so much for the Jimmy Fund. And um, it's just, uh, you know, it, it, we say this all the time, you know, you need, you get reminders like this of what, why life is so, is so precious. And we, we shouldn't need these reminders, but, um, <clears throat> but man, it's profound, yep. you know, and, and every year getting together for that tournament, they don't do that anymore. We've, they've shifted gears, but, uh, and the Jimmy Fund is, you know, I've never met someone from the Jimmy Fund that I didn't think fit the bill. What an organization. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one other, ahead, Matt. Yeah. one other, if I could, so, uh, Casey Carly's nurse at, at Dana Farber, but just an example of, of the people more so than the, the medical talent Carly's nurse at children's from when she had her procedure through her two week stay and beyond Caitlin Orlando, um, bonded with Carly instantly so much so that Carly had a, a dance competition this past weekend and Caitlin, her nurse from children's hospital from June came to her, her dance recital. Wow. Fantastic. In, in, in Ando. Oh, I'm sorry. Dance competition. I have yes. to use the correct, uh, <laughs> Man, that look! <laughs> so if, it looks, if looks could kill you, would be dead right now. So that's that's a prime example of, of the, the the caliber of people that we we've been fortunate. So, Carly, about. you love dancing, huh? Oh yeah. How did it go at the recent? I'm sorry. What am I supposed to call it? Competition. competition. How did it go at the competition. recent competition? Um, pretty good. We placed first in every category. Well, I'd say that's pretty good. Is that high gold or platinum? Uh, that's diamond. Diamond. Ooh. Diamond. That's big time. See, I, I got the lingo down, don't I? So, like, how many people, what do you, you call it, a, is it called a team or a squad or a, what is it called? A, your team? Either. Either, okay. Either. <laughs> and so how many people are you dancing with when you're up there? Um, well, there's different dances that right. I do. So the full group one for the whole competition team is, like, around 35 people. Mm. And then I have my age division that I usually dance with, which is eight people. Okay. So that's They cool. call that production yeah so what's so the big <laughs> wow way to go neil yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty good twinkle toes. <laughs> twinkle toes right twinkle toes the dance teacher <laughs> is there a song that was your favorite that you danced to like at this last one who gets to pick the song i always want to know that uh, my dance teachers picked the song. okay yeah do you know what the song was um, like for the big number maybe yeah it's called woman up by megan trainer oh cool all right <laughs> She's getting embarrassed. <laughs> I'm sure you did awesome. Um, Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And um, and how are you feeling, Carly? Um, I'm feeling very good. Um, you look great. I'm feeling honored that Neil is doing this for me. Wow. <laughs> you, you think you'll remember that for a long time? I take it, huh? Oh yeah. 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 She's she's way too mature. How old are you, how old is Carly? <laughs> Ten. Everybody says that. Because well, because you truth. are. You're just very 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 well spoken. Um, is this the tune that you danced to? Yeah. Wow. I'm putting this on my playlist. Um, so um, we've got a few minutes left here. I promised Carly was going to give us a movie review, which when we play our edition of uh, Good Stuff, as we do on the podcast. Oh. Oh, did oh. you just think of something else, Carly? Yeah. She, can she throw one other plug out there? Sure. Yeah. So I wanted to say my studio. Okay. Uh, Miss Heaton's Dance Studio. Nadek. All right. Very good. <laughs> Shout out to the whole gang there. So we're going to play good stuff in a moment. Actually, before we get to good stuff, Matt, tell us yeah. um, about this uh, different fundraiser coming up. We were talking about before we started recording the. Sure. If you're a, if you if you're a poker guy or gal, right? Yeah. So th there's a couple. There's on April 16th. We're we're having a, a Texas Hold'em tournament. 
it's being held at Splitsville Howl at the Moon at Patriots Place. Nice. Um, there's a there's a buy-in. The buy-in gets you a seat in the tournament. It gets you. There's going to be a whole food buffet. How much is the buy-in? Uh, the buy-in is two hundred. Okay. Um, you get food. You get a seat at the table. You you'll be access to a, a raffle. There's a, a phenomenal silent auction. Um, information on that you can reach out to uh, the email of close the deal h4h at gmail.com and uh, you can so just shoot an email say send me info about the or sign me up or whatever yeah we there's a there's a, a PDF invite that we'll send out and, oh, okay. and yeah. it has it has information on how to use Venmo or, or Google pay to to sign up I will put all the info in the show notes of this episode of this podcast so yes. and so uh, and the the beneficiary of that is Haymakers for Hope also or no? Yeah, yeah so okay. it'll be it'll be Neil's Neil's fundraising and Good. it will go to Haymakers for Hope and within that uh, Neil's charities are uh, Christopher's Haven and the Greenfield Family Foundation, which is uh, close friends of Neil's who actually lost uh, a young daughter to uh, to a form of cancer um, and Dana Farber as Chris- well. Christopher's Haven is the one supported by the Evans family of the Sudbury Evanses of Chris Evans, uh, Captain America Captain fame, America. right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. How did I know it was going to circle back to the movies? Of course. <laughs> the Human Torch as well, by the way. But, you know, that's for another another time. And The Star of Knives Out, which I still haven't seen yet. And neither have I. Yeah, I hear it's really good. Yeah. Let me, uh, go ahead. One of, one, I, I think one of the hardest things that was for me was um, knowing the pain that Matthew and Carrie Ann were going through watching Carly fight this awful disease mm-hmm. and the support that they needed. And um, while this was all going on, one of my dearest family friends lost their five-year-old daughter. Mm. And that's the Greenfield Family Foundation. Yeah. And and, um, in the, in the, and it was right around the same time that Carly was going through her stuff. And Matthew has always been a good sounding board for me. <laughs> um we have this kind of telepathy that works for each yeah. other when something's on your mind. And that was one of those things that I put deep down and, and I just couldn't, I didn't have him as my sounding board, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, because I didn't want to, you know, he had his battle and yeah. he was, and he was in the, in the thralls of it. And, um, you know, when Juju passed away, it was, it was, I was here in Boston and there in Chicago and it was one of the most, uh, emotional days that I've had in a long time thinking that a fighter lost a fight mm. and you know it comes back to these fighting analogies now mm. and it's all about raising money to win the fight mm-hmm. and to beat this terrible disease on on any level that we can and um, I guess as you would say that's why I'm risking life and limb, <laughs> which, I, which I'm really yeah. not I, I'm heavily protected and well trained well it's, um, it's- it's still brave. I'll, I, I got I to give you credit there. And it's, um, it's, it's out of the box. And I know, just to complete your thought, and because I think this is where you're going, there nothing against the, the, all the rides and all the runs and the people who run the marathon and the corporate challenge and the Pepsi challenge and all the challenges. Um, but, but, you know, it's, um, it's, I think it's always, you can use, you know, you know, uh, a creative mind to come up with new ways to do this. And somebody did that when they created Haymakers for Hope. And it's, it's just so cool 
to be able to tell that story, right? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Julie and Andrew, who founded the organization, um, this was the 10th Rock and Rumble in Boston. The organization's raised $14.5 million for cancer. Uh, currently, our event sits at somewhere north of $330,000, and that's before uh, ticket sales, which is an almost sold-out House of Blues. Yeah. Um, and other corporate donations and postings. Um, our goal as a team, the Haymakers team, the 32 people that will step into the ring at House of Blues on May 14th is $750,000, mm-hmm. which is a huge number, and hopefully we'll be able to put some dent in cancer and and, and for sure and facilitate research and care and, and, and support for those that are battling this awful, awful disease well you've certainly done your part it, again it's haymakersforhope.org we'll put that in the show notes also may 14th is the event but chip in for neil chip in for for carly forget neil i mean come <laughs> on he's just going in and getting uh, waltzing around the ring for a couple rounds some guy named austin takes shots at him uh we <laughs> we promised an edition of good stuff we'll, we'll get to in one minute after i tell you about what we do here at the boston podcast network would you like your own podcast kids the boston podcast network can produce one for you right here in our westwood studios you guys like the place by the way oh it's awesome okay Love oh, it. yeah. very cool. thank you thank you <laughs> right here in our westwood studios whether you're a lawyer financial advisor business owner really any kind of professional you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium a good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising if a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head, like literally in their head, like Neil's head. That's going to get bashed in. Th- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be, he'll be bashing some heads. Go to pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to all the great shows we have on the website. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod pod617.com in pod. We trust. All right. As promised, let's do an edition of good stuff because we have a movie review from Carly and it's going to shock you and amaze you. And let's play good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. When you play a catchy tune, the dancer in the room starts to bop a little bit. <laughs> and uh, good on you, Carly. Um, it's not Megan Trainer, but still kind of peppy. All right, so. Um, I asked uh, Carly if she had seen any good movies recently. It doesn't happen to be a new movie, but it's a, a classic. Should we tell people what it is, or should I play the preview first, Carly? Preview. All right, preview first, and then she'll fill us in. So this is what we're talking about. What do you want me to do what I beg you to do? Now you come to me and you say, I'm Carly on the Giving Justice. You come into my house and you ask me to murder me. I ask you for justice. That is not just. They want to get mixed up in the family business? You got to get them close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> you give them one message, I want Salazzo. Ah. If not, it's all our war, we go to Some the Some of the other families won't just stay there. They don't hand me Salazzo. Your father wouldn't want to hear this. This is business, not personal. They shot my father. Even the shooting of your father was business, not personal. You know my father? Men are coming here to kill him. So in case you haven't guessed, oh, here's the music. I never wanted this for you. I worked my whole life. I don't apologize to take care of my family. And I refused to be a fool. Dancing on the string held by all those big shots. It's not personal. It's strictly business. Oh. 
Chills. Can I just stipulate that I'm not 100% sure this is a great parenting moment? (laughs) (laughs) It's allowing your 10-year-old daughter to watch The Godfather. Well, it is the classic tale of American success and strife and everything else. And isn't it weird watching the trailer after all these years? It like is. The, the the trailer actually makes it seem a little bit more like an action thriller with the bump, bump, bump. Yeah. And it is dramatic, but it's, I don't know, The Godfather is everything. So, yeah. Carly, you watched this movie recently or parts of this movie? You watched the whole thing? Yeah, parts of it. Parts of it. And tell us about it. Tell us why you liked it. Um, It just was, like, interesting how the how the storyline mm-hmm. worked and how like like it was like parts were mysterious and parts were cool and parts were action yeah you bet yeah. Did, yeah did um was is there a scene that you remember that was particularly cool or at sc- the end yeah where what what happened like cheated yeah well at the end of now i'm trying to remember because my part one mushes in with my part two but yeah, it's a, at the end of part one, you know the the Don is dead and Michael is being welcomed as the new Don. Correct. But yeah, that, I, I mean, I think I think the the <laughs> the part that really sort of she was into it a lot of the way. It was mainly her brother and I were watching, but she she joined in and and the scene in the garden towards the end where where Vito's with with his grandson, right, and they're going through the orange uh, the orange. Uh, plants right and uh you know he ends up dying uh, dying yeah yeah uh after making the the face with the orange in the mouth right uh from then on she was sort of she was glued the funeral scene uh the funeral procession yep Um, that was cool how they did that right all the setups and the right I'm not so sure it's it. Well, maybe I'm being a bad parent now. I, I think I think I think ten might be okay for the God. Like the Godfather is more. I'd be more worried my kid would be bored. But you're but you but Carly is is clearly has a superior mind here that you to, no to catch up. <laughs> Which um, makes me want to you know get a DNA test. Yeah. <laughs> I actually yeah I actually tried to get my son to watch the Godfather when he was like I want to say 14 and he mm-hmm. got bored pretty quickly. I can see that because movies are different these days. They just move yep, quickly. They, they need to catch Carly. I, I want to have a little contest here where we where we try to imitate the Godfather. So there's a famous line he says, "I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse." Do you want to say it first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, <laughs> ready? Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. What'd you think? Not pretty bad. good. Not bad. Do you want to do yours, Matt? Sure. I go, can ahead. Do it. go ahead. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. That's pretty good too. That was Damn it, really good. Neil. So, Matt, no. how many times have you seen me at a loss for words? Uh, <laughs> this is one of them. This may be the first time. Because I've only seen parts of The Godfather. Okay. <laughs> You've had long enough time to practice. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Ready, Carly? By the way, she's clearing her throat into her elbow, as she should do in these, in these delicate days with the virus. Do you not want to do it? Just do she's it. She's getting into character. It's thing. going to sound really bad. That's okay. No, hey, we're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I know. I'll uh, I'll give you a drum roll to sort of get you uh, ready for this. Hold on. You gonna make him enough that he can't refuse. Whoa! That was great. <laughs> <laughs> the winner. TKO. It's over. Whoa. Well done, Carly. That was, really that, that was good. That, no, that was awesome. That was, that was awesome. That was the best of the lot. I thought. Well, I hope you guys had fun. We are up yeah. against the clock here, so we got to run. Did you have fun, Carly? Yeah, it was really fun. You you are welcome back here 
anytime. As a reminder, uh, April 16th is the, the Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament. Send an email, close the deal, h4h at gmail.com for more info on that. All the info's in the show notes. You'll find it. And of course, Haymakers for Hope, where, where Neil Cohen puts it all on the line and in the ring. May 14th at the House of Blues. Go to haymakersforhope.org. Matt, Neil, did you enjoy yourselves? Very much. Thank you for the invitation. Right. You Thank are you. also welcome back anytime. As long as you win on May 14th. I don't, I don't want any losers <laughs> in my studio. But, but good luck. Good luck. Uh, fantastic cause. Fantastic Can- story. Cancer is going to be the winner of this one. That's right. And also the loser, right? Yep. When, yep. when we knock it out. You better believe it. Very, very good. On behalf of Matt Tobin and Neil Cohen and my new best friend, Carly. My name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy your day, everybody. You must be the other guy. You don't make him enough, but he can't refuse.